Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Israel Rivera, and this is another edition of We're Playing Basketball. This is the crossover, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't even want to finish that because I ain't got copyright, uh, you know, um, I, copyright laws. Um, anyways, this is presented by Prime Sports World. Keep it locked in, keeping it locked in, providing you with the most up-to-date content here on social media, 365 days out the year. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can catch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, ladies and gentlemen. And in case you missed us, you can catch us live on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. That is Apple Music, Samsung Music, Spotify, and iHeart radio and and amazon podcast ladies and gentlemen so you guys don't want to keep um you guys don't want to miss out on that up-to-date content that prime sports world brings you we got a little bit of a log jam there on our podcast um on our streaming platforms i'm gonna have to go back and uh you know go ahead and 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 and, you know catch up in the last month because we're about 20 episodes behind 15 episodes behind or so but anyways we'll get you up to date on that ladies and gentlemen but we have a beautiful show here today. Usually David is covering, David and TJ are covering the NBA. TJ should be coming on here soon. David is on vacation. Mr. On Point had to take a vacation. He's in Colorado. You know I'm usually here on M- on everything else other than probably NFL and um, NBA as your host. I'm doing college. I'm doing baseball. I'm doing everything else, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and wrestling because I don't, I don't, I don't follow wrestling no more like David, like David does. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we got a beautiful show. There's just been a lot to go, uh, you know, to go around here in terms of the NBA. I mean, uh, some big names have moved. I mean, we talked about. I think they talked about. I think they touched up on it, or we touched up on it because I'm usually here um, coming in here. You know, coming in here, here and there, straggling around through the door. We talked about Bradley Beal getting traded to the Suns. I think the Suns had a really good free agency period um, this this year. The Mavericks are turning into having a really good free agency period as um, they they just had a sign and trade deal uh, with the Celtics for Grant Williams to acquire Grant Williams. So shout out to the Mavericks um, bolstering everything up. Uh, there as well, but uh, it, it, it has been a great uh free agency. I mean, just a lot of uh, you know, big time guys have moved. Kyrie Irving stayed, Chris Middleton stayed, Fred Van Fleet went to the, to the Rockets, Draymond Green stayed, signed a four year, uh, hundred million dollar deal. Um, Jeremy Grant uh, re signed for a big deal in Portland, Brooke Lopez stayed, Kyle Kuzma stayed, got a nice deal. Uh, Poto got paid by the Toronto Raptors as well. Uh, you got Austin Reeves got paid by the, you know, by the LA Lakers. So just a lot of, you know, big time, you know, big names um, kind of staying put. Um, Fred Van Fleet is probably the only one that probably you know, is the only one that moved along uh, outside of the tra- outside of trade, you know, just signing with a team. Fred Van Fleet signed with the Rockets instead of getting traded to you know, like Bradley Beal did and like James Harden is probably going to be and like Damian Lillard is probably going to be. And I don't want to say, you know, 
I want to say, like, I'm going to say this too. I'm going to get to this too. And I, I, I'm kind of waiting to te- for TJ to get in here. Um, the NBA Finals got mugs paid. I'm going to say this again. The NBA Finals got mugs paid. They got guys paid. Bruce Brown got paid. Max Struess got paid. Okay? Gabe Vincent got paid. Okay? Jeff Green landed another contract in Houston. All right? So, hey, the NBA Finals definitely got some of the Miami Heat guys paid. And they got and they got Bruce Brown got a nice chunky payday too. But the Denver Nuggets, they got worse, man. I mean, what a team, a team to a so a team that's coming off a championship, losing Jeff Green, losing Bruce Brown, those are two bigger this now. You know, Christian Brown has to step up. Um godly, I can't remember who they drafted at the top of my head. I'm gonna have to look it up. But some of the young guys are going to have to step up for the Denver Nuggets uh, next year. That that's that's just that's just that. Um, and I'm just looking up. I'm looking up where they who they drafted here. But that's neither here or there. But the Denver Nuggets they're definitely going to have to step up here. Julian Schroeder from Gonzaga. Yeah, I remember that was actually a good pick. And Jalen Pickett's another good pick. You know. When I look at, especially like a guy like Jalen Pickett, that's a good pick for the Denver Nuggets. But, I mean, in terms of their free agency, I mean, Bruce Brown got paid by the, by the Pacers. Kudos to that man getting paid by the Pacers. And speaking of the Pacers, they had a hell of a draft. They had a hell of a free agency. The Indiana Pacers did. But go ahead and leave us uh, – go ahead in the comment section, guys. Please, please, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and everybody in the comment section, please drop down who you want on your team, who you team, who you, what free agency moves do you want your teams to make next, or are you happy with your team's free agency moves? Drop those down in the comment section right now, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, we got a lot to we got a lot to unpack here. Okay, so I know TJ will probably be coming on here soon, but. My winners for NBA free agency, I have I have quite a few. I have quite a few when it comes to NBA free agency. The first winner of mine is the Phoenix Suns trading for Bradley Beal. That that was that that was that, that was big, but that wasn't a that wasn't. I mean, technically, is that a free agency? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I, I, that's not a free. That's a trade. But going out and getting you two Watambi. From the Nets, going out and getting Eric Gordon, going out and getting Keita Bates job, going out and getting Drew Eubanks, and then they got the other guy, Muta. Um, going out and getting those guys, all those guys shoot over 35% from three-point land. I think it's over 38 37%, 38%. All those guys shoot in the high 30s, closer to 40s in three-point percentage. Everybody, they have, the Suns now have seven or eight guys, I think it's seven or eight guys on their roster that shoot in the high 30s, in the early 40s from three-point lane. 
The Suns have an offense that is going to compete with the Denver Nuggets, and it was a 2-2 series. They gave the Denver Nuggets throughout the whole playoffs the most competition. Now, we don't even know where James Harden's going to end up, but I doubt it'll be in Phoenix. And I know, I know, like, a Ray John Rondo's been th- – I mean, like, the Phoenix Suns are content with Devin Booker running the point. Okay? That's just first of all. The, 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 the Phoenix Suns are content with Devin Booker running the point and having Bradley Beal and KD play off of screens or do whatever they need to or Devin Booker go create for his own because not many point guards in the league can, can guard Devin Booker, let alone shooting guards. Okay, and he had probably one of the best, probably the best playoff um, run next to Nikola Jokic. Well, Nicole Yogas won Devin Booker, Jimmy Butler before Devin Booker got knocked out. Devin Booker, I think, was having a better playoff than Jimmy Butler was. That's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, the Phoenix Suns are definitely a winner. They have surrounded got they have they are DeAndre Ayton still there. They lost Jock Landale via free agency. Um, but the Phoenix Suns are a team. That, I mean, shit, Bo Ball's out there now. He got way by the magic. He'll fit perfect on the Phoenix Suns. But the Phoenix Suns are a team that are going to get out, run. They're going to shoot the three. Space and pace. They got three guys that can really get their own. Four, really. You count DeAndre Aiden, he could get his own regardless. But we know what the Phoenix Suns are going to do next year. It's going to be they, – they are going to be championship contenders all the way from the start of the season. A next winner for me, next winner for me, has to be the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. Rui Ashimura returns on a three-year. They bring back Rui Ashimura. They bring back D'Angelo Russell, Right? They, they re-sign Austin Reeves. They bring back Austin Reeves. They lose Dennis Schroeder. They lose Malik Beasley. Um, they lose Lonnie Walker. But they add a, a seven-footer, a young seven-footer, who, mind you, can block shots, can get out, run like a gazelle in Jackson Hayes. And all Jackson Hayes needs is a chance. I think all Jackson Hayes needs is some, some time to run. Jackson Hayes could be a very talented player. That's your JaVale McGee right there, actually with more offensive upside, in my opinion, right there for the Lakers. Torn, we all because we all talked about they needed they needed a guy like JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard to, to, to guard Jokic while AD kind of roams the post. But anyways, that's neither here or there. But they got a younger JaVale McGee type of player in Jackson Hayes. Torian Prince signs on a one-year deal. That is a hell of a signing, ladies and gentlemen. Torian Prince is a character. He is a character player. He is a locker room player. He is a system player. That is a great signing for the Los Angeles Lakers, ladies and gentlemen, right there. One-year deal. I mean, I mean, we're, we, we, if we get down to best value, that's one of the damn best values right there, Torian Prince. Cam Reddish, young, two-year two year play. And then the best one, they use their full, their fully um, guaranteed uh, vet, min, vet minimum on Gabe Vincent, three years, $33 million. That is a that's a good pick. Now, that's a good uh, uh, signing right there. Now, I will say this. 
him and Dennis Schroeder kind of similar players. I think Schroeder's a little bit better defensively. Gabe Vincent more in tune, I think, offensively. I think with the Miami Heat, he was asked to do a little bit more. I think Dennis Schroeder can score just as much at the, at the same clip in a way. But Gabe Vincent is a hell of a player. Got a chip on the shoulder. That's the type of player that you want. That's the guy that can – we saw him in the finals. He could light it up. He could start. He can play off the bench. He can do whatever you want. He's a great six-man for your team. That's exactly what the Lakers needed. They needed consistency. And I just think the wheels kind of fell off on him in the in the finals, but he had a hell of a playoffs as well, which is why he got paid by the Lakers. They went from – I mean, guys like him and Max Schroes went from vet men, uh, went from uh, minimum deals, you know, to now the mid-level, the fully mid-level exception or whatever the case is. So that, 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 I mean, that is, that is, that is where some of these guys on the Miami Heat landed. Um, My next winner, the Indiana Pacers. Adding Bruce Brown, two-year, 45 million. Now, a lot of people will say that, that that's a lot of money. A lot of people will say that that's a lot of money for Brucey Bruce, but Brucey Bruce is a good player, man. He stepped it up. He stepped it up when it came down to it in the finals. Like, he was unguardable off that bench. You add him to, you know, a unit with, you know, I know they lose Chris Duarte, but you add him to a unit with uh, Tyrese Halliburton and, you know, um, Buddy Heald and uh, Benedict Matherin, and you still got um, you still got big miles in, in the middle. So, I mean, that is a good nucleus that they have down there. In, 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 in Indiana now that they're building. Then you add Obi Toppin as well, Bruce Brown and Obi Toppin. I think that's a great – that's excellent for the Indiana Pacers, if, if I'm going to look at it, to be honest with you. Another one I want to kind of touch on is the Houston Rockets. Now, I know that we're going to talk – I'm going to talk about Dylan Brooks' four-year, $80 million contract, but I want to say this about the Houston Rockets, adding veteran guys – to the to the roster knowing that they got um knowing that they got a veteran head they got a veteran head coach that just went to the finals um in Ume Doko in, in the Celtics two years ago they're not playing around they went and got some veterans they went and signed Fred Van Fleet three years I think it's 135 million dollars or something like that yeah three years 135 I think the last year's a team option Jack Landale four-year deal Jeff Green, one-year deal. Dylan Brooks, I talked about the four-year, $80 million deal. Now, that's a controversial one because Dylan Brooks, I mean, you're being added amongst, but you add a, a, a point guard, a, a good point guard in Fred Van Fleet. Jeff Green, veteran. Jack Landale, veteran. All of them veterans. All of them veterans. Dylan Brooks is going to come in there. He's going to play great defense. I, I'll get to Dylan Brooks later. But I think the Houston Rockets bringing in some veterans – with the young team, with the young team, I think that is that is going to bode well for the Houston Rockets. I think Udoka, I think that Houston Rockets are a team on the come up. I think they'll be where OKC was last season, maybe even better. My next winner is the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm gonna tell you why my winner is the Memphis Grizzlies. They traded for Marcus Smart. I like that. I like that. I love that. How much do I, I love that? They re-signed Desmond Bain. He got a five-year max, rookie max or whatever the case is. And then they signed Derrick Rose to a two-year, $6.5 million deal. Let me tell you something about that Derrick Rose signing. 
Let me tell you something about the Marcus Smart sign, especially the Derrick Rose one. John Morant's suspended for 25 games. We already know that John Morant has had some off-the-court incidents with the gun thing, with the gun situation in the club, waving the gun at the kid on IG after all of that with the gun in the car at his home, getting suspended for 25 yards for contract detrimental or whatever the case is, code of conduct, whatever the case is that the NBA has got going on there. John Morant needs a veteran to help bring under their wing and mentor. And Derrick Rose is going to play. Derrick Rose is going to play. I think they only have two point guards on, on the roster, and neither one of them, I think only one of them is, is, you know, they got Marcus Martin, some other guy that's not even nowhere near as good as Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose is going to play. He's going to come off the bench for at least 20 minutes a game for the Memphis Grizzlies, and he's going to be able to mentor John Morant. You're going to have a starting lineup of John Morant, uh, John Morant, Marcus Smart, um, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams, and then I don't know who at the small forward position. I mean, because you got you know Dylan Brooks, maybe John Conchar, maybe somebody else. I, I'm not, you know, but you're going to have Marcus Smart, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., Stephen Adams. Those that's just five. I, I, I totally forgot about Desmond Bain. That's a hell of a five. I think that five can contend. A little bit in, in the Western Conference. Do that five keep contend a little bit, especially if you get to John Morant on the on, on the right level with, with Derrick Rose. We just saw what Derrick Rose did with Jalen Brunson, right? He's good in the locker room. I think Memphis had a hell of a free agency. They're a winner. You need a guy like Derrick Rose. He's gonna come off 20 points. They're hoping, I mean, he's 36. They and they signed with they brought Derrick Rose in. They preferred to bring in a guy like Derrick Rose other than bringing in another. They could have used their fully mid-level exception, full mid-level exception. They didn't use that at all, and they brought in a guy like Derrick Rose to take up their last roster spot. That's telling you what they want to bring around John Morant. That's telling you they want to bring character guys around John Morant. They want to bring a mentor around John Morant. And who better than Derrick Rose to come in, a guy that was just equally, equally athletic when an MVP has a lot of success in the league, you know, it's from Chicago. It's from rugged. I mean, up to, I mean, Memphis and Chicago, right. You know, so it's just like, it's perfect. It's perfect for the Memphis Grizzlies. I got them as a winner um, here. Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Fleet. I talked about Fred Van Fleet. Let me talk about Dylan Brooks. Four years, 80 million. He is definitely a winner. Everybody wrote Dylan Brooks off when the Memphis Grizzlies said they weren't going to re-sign him. Everybody said that Dylan Brooks is going to better get your passport ready because you're going to play for the, you know, the Guangdong Dragons in the CBA. Better get your passport ready. You're playing overseas. Uh, book them, Dano. That, that, that's what everybody said about Dylan Brooks, right? Signed for four years, $80 million. Dylan Brooks is a defensive specialist. He's an all-NBA defender. At one point in time, he could – See, this is the thing, is that everybody wants to look at his three-point field goal percentage last year. It went down like hell. His scoring went down a little bit in the last couple seasons. But this is a guy that can score, but he is a high-level, high-IQ defender. He is a pest. He will get under you. A lot of people want to take the LeBron James thing and throw it and run with it. I mean, yeah, he had a chip on the shoulder talking about LeBron. He never should have poked the bear like that. 
And that's LeBron. LeBron is supposed to put up numbers like that. LeBron is supposed to shut people up like that. But on any other given night against any other shot, shooting guard, small forward, LeBron, um, Dylan Brooks can get his, and Dylan Brooks can shut down somebody. Dylan Brooks can get and make somebody have an inefficient night on a night night to night basis. So him getting four years, eighty million, isn't really like too uh, too far fetched for me, in my opinion, because I think Dylan Brooks is a guy that. That that is an all NBA defender. Is a guy that can can score. He's a guy that's going to bring defensive tenacity. He's going to guy that's going to bring an edge to your team. You need guys like that. I mean, I I mean, you got you you're you're out here paying guys like Rudy Gobert two hundred million dollar contracts, and you know he ain't even got that half the defensive intensity as Dylan Brooks has. That's just me. That's just my that's just my thing. But. I will say this, four years, 80 million, the number just kind of seems a little off for me just because of his offensive efficiency has gone down in the last couple seasons uh, for Dylan Brooks. Fred Van Fleet, three-year, 135, that's a hell of a deal. I think the last year is a club is a club option. If he plays up to standards and, and Houston Rockets are in the, in, in the playoffs and, and they're, you know, do, and they're striving, they, 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 they'll pick up that club option depending on what – his stats are looking like I think Fred Van Fleet signed a hell of a deal. I mean, somebody that was being undrafted. I mean, he went from like a four, four, four mil to an eighty to I think an eight mil to a forty mil to an eighty mil to a hundred thirty-five mil, something like that. Fred Van Fleet's been getting paid since he's gotten the league. Hard work pays off. Fred Van Fleet's definitely a winner. Finals players, I mentioned it before. Bruce Brown, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, all got paid. Bruce Brown, two years, 45 million. Max Struess, four years, 64 million. Gabe Vincent, three years, 33 million. Full mid-level exception used for the uh, LA Lakers. And then I'm going to shout out uh, uh, the some of the 2020 uh, guys. Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton. Shout out to all of those guys. They signed all their extensions. They got paid. They got paid. Shout out to Sabonis. He got paid on an extension. Okay? So, shout out to those guys getting paid. Um, now, on to my losers. Um, Ooh, It's hot. On to my losers. I'm going first losers, the Portland Trailblazers, in my opinion. Just because of the fact that, I mean, on the second day of free agency, Damian Lillard requests a trade and says, I want to get traded to the Miami Heat. Now you're scrambling to find a trade partner because you got a disgruntled player, somebody that you thought was going to be in your plans for the future. You just drafted Scoot Henderson, which is a hell of a pick, which in a way, I mean, I don't want to say it makes Damian Lillard expendable here, but the Portland Trailblazers can live with trading Damian Lillard knowing that they drafted another franchise franchise player in Scoot Henderson at the point guard position, knowing that they trapped probably a transcendent type of player at Derrick Rose, hyper-athletic um, point guard, okay? Um, a guy that they're touting ha- hasn't been this athletic since Derrick Rose. That's Scoot Henderson, right, on the Portland Trailblazers. The only thing is you shine Jeremy Grant. I think it's a five-year godly. Let me look at these numbers. Five years, $160 million. Uh, now, Jeremy Grant's a hell of a player. Shoot, shot 40% from three, averaged 20 points per game, eight, 
eight rebounds, three assists. He's an exceptional player. I love Jeremy Grant. I don't know about 100 and was it 60 million? I don't know about five year 160 million. I think the la- I think the last year might be a um, player option too. But yeah, I don't know about five years 160 mil, but if he outplays that, I think he's only 29. And by the time he's 34, 35, that could be, you know, not not the worst contract to trade away, to be honest with you. But the Portland Trailblazers just really didn't add anything to free agency. They're looking to tank again. They're going to be a young team, Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons. Now you got Jeremy Grant now. Um, you're going to trade away Damian Lillard, hopefully to get a good piece back, you know, they don't want Tyler Hero. We've already heard about that. Um, so, I mean, they've looking, been looking at teams, the third team in that package, maybe Zach Levine maybe on the move in Chicago. You know, I've heard about that as well. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, but the Portland Trailblazers are a loser just because of the fact that Damian Lillard wanted out on the second day of free agency. Um, the Denver Nuggets, they particularly just didn't get better. They, I mean, for a championship team, they didn't get better. They lost Bruce Brown. Uh, they lost Jeff Green. Um, now, I will say this. They did re-sign Reggie Jackson. They did re-sign DeAndre Jordan. They did sign Justin Holiday, who didn't really get much playing time. But I know Justin Holiday from his days playing in Chicago. He's a nice player, man. He's a nice defensive player, nice, wiry, athletic, and shoot the three. Uh, Justin Holiday is a guy that 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 can that can play for them, but the Denver Nuggets particularly didn't get better just because that just because of next year you're gonna have some unknowns to kind of fill in those gaps, right? Christian Braun, you know, Jalen Pickett, as I said, uh, Julian Schrauder that they drafted this year. Um, some of those young guys are gonna have to kind of step it up uh, for the Denver Nuggets uh, next season off the bench, and you know, which was so key uh, last season. But you know, hopefully Reggie Jackson, hopefully. You know, they ride with Reggie Heavily. Reggie Jackson could be their next Bruce, their Bruce Brown. I mean, he certainly has the talent. You know how Reggie Jackson gets down, right? So, but I definitely have them as a loser. And then Toronto. Toronto's definitely a loser. I mean, you lost Fred Van Fleet, um, you know, to free agency. Uh, you particularly didn't. I mean, you re-signed Jacopoto. Um, I do like the Jalen McDaniels uh, signing. Um, I do, you know, Dennis Schrader, you get your um, – you, you get your – replacement for Fred Van Fleet and Dennis Schroeder. But, I mean, Pascal Siakam trade, you still haven't pulled the trigger on that. You don't know what your direction is with your free agency. You don't want to trade OG Ananobi. There's been teams that have been calling about him. You don't want to get rid of him. You don't want to get rid of uh, – you don't want to get rid of uh, uh, Pascal Siakam. You, you, you have players that teams want. You just don't want to pull the trigger on it. You don't want to move in a direction. You kind of want to stay in this middle of the pack in the east kind of teetering in the play-in kind of deal because that's where the Toronto Raptors are. They're in the play-in right now with the current roster set, maybe not even in the play-in. I don't even think they make the playoffs. They don't really have a, you know, they don't really have a, a, a direction in my opinion. I think they're just kind of stuck in purgatory. And until they find a direction, in my opinion, until they until they kind of figure out and you lost your Nick Nurse, until you figure out or you fire Nick Nurse, until you figure out what you want to do, I mean, you, you're kind of pretty much just like the Chicago Bulls. You're just kind of stuck in NBA purgatory. You just don't know where you're where you're gonna go. You don't know if you're gonna go up or down, but you have to make a decision, right? You have to you have 
pieces that you can trade away and you don't want to just lose them. Like, you know, you lost Fred Van Fleet. You could have, you know, probably traded traded something away for Fred Van Fleet, you know, while he was on an expiring deal. And you could have got some value for Fred Van Fleet. You didn't do that at all. Um, so I just think the Toronto Raptors are just, you know, losers in this free agency. They didn't really get better, uh, particularly, obviously, losing Fred Van Fleet. So, uh, but I do like the fact that, you know, I think I think Dennis Schroeder should be a kind of uh, patchwork here to the submarine. Um, it, it won't particularly, the boat particularly, or the sub particularly won't sink. The, the boat won't sink, but it won't go anywhere either. <laughs> if that makes any sense to Toronto Raptor fans. Anyways, best contract, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if I had to look at a best contract out of anybody in free agents, it's, hands down, it's Russell Westbrook, two years, $8 million. For whatever reason, for whatever reason, Russell Westbrook's only signing for two years, eight means I mean, Derek Rose signed for two years, 6.25. I mean, Russell Westbrook has had last couple seasons, even just this play, past playoffs, is that a I mean, he's worth more than $8 million. He's worth more than $8 million. He signed that $8 million. He's like, man, I want to win a ring. Because I know Russy Russ could have went somewhere else and got paid, but got paid. Now, he played his ass off in the playoffs. So getting Russell Westbrook back for the Clippers, two years, $8 million, it's got to be the best contract because he's going to start for your team. It's definitely the best value. Um, in my opinion, it's definitely the best value. In my opinion, um, you don't you don't get court you don't get point guards like that. Transcendent type of point guards for two years, eight million. I mean, Russ, Russell Westbrook. Everybody wants to say that he's on his that, but he was the reason why the Clippers were even competitive against the Sun. Com- you know, so. Definitely two years, eight means got to be the best contract. The worst contract, you know what? I could say that this is the best contract too. Dylan Brooks, four years, 80 million, but this got to be the worst contract because of how, what, the, what everybody was saying in the NBA that this guy was washed up, that this guy wasn't going to get another big deal, that this guy wasn't going to get paid, this guy was going to head to China. This guy's going to, this guy signed for four years, 80 million. That's Dylan Brooks. But it has to be one of the worst contracts because. And we all know the Houston Rockets had the most money in free agency to spend, right? Dylan Brooks is a there's a log jam there, right? There's a log jam there at, at guard. They're gonna use a guy like Dylan Brooks, though. You know, you just signed Fred Van Fleet, Jalen Green, um, KPJ, I'm um Amen Thompson. You just drafted. Now you add Dylan Brooks to the mix. I mean, you got five guys, six guys, you know, at the guard position, but you can't never have too many guys that can play damn damn near good-ass defense like Dylan Brooks. Sorry about my language, guy, but yeah, he plays good defense. He's the pest. And like I said, if it's any other guys other than LeBron James, he gets in your head sometimes, a lot of times. Dylan Brooks does. And if he could get, if he could get going, if they could get his shot back and get his offense back, which I think – they're going to ask him to score a little bit more in Houston. 
that's a guy you want on your team. He's like a Patrick Beverly type of player. That's the guy you want on your team in Dylan Brooks. But it's definitely one of the worst contracts. I mean, last two years, I mean, he shot below 30% from three. I mean, he hasn't been particularly well on the offensive end. But he's damn near better than P.J. Tucker. But he ain't eighty millions better. He ain't eighty million dollars better than T.J. Tucker. I'll tell you that. I would I would have gave Dylan Brooks four years, 55, 60. I ain't giving him eighty though. That's why it's got to be one of the worst contracts, only because of the number, not because of the player, but a number. Eighty minutes a little too steep for me. Also, Jeremy Grant's. $160 million contract. Um, yeah, $160 million. Now, I will say this. He shot 40% from three. I will say that. He's a long, he's a he's a long athletic guy that can shoot, that can spot up shoot and play defense and can guard multiple positions. He's an exceptional player, but five years, 160 million. I don't particularly like that contract. I don't like that number. I would have gave him maybe a hundred, maybe 120. Save me 40 mil. But you could trade that contract maybe in his fourth or fifth year as it's expiring. It's not a bad contract to trade. Honestly, as you get into it, in my opinion, I don't think it's that bad of a contract because I think he's what he's not. He's I have to pop that contract up and just see how the money looks from year to year. I have to do that because. In order for me to say, ah, oh, it's not a bad contract to trade. Shit, it could be the worst contract. It's backloaded. It is a bad contract to trade. That's why it's a, it, it's a good deal for Jeremy Graham. It's a bad deal. I mean, he's getting 27 and a half. He's getting 29.7 the year after that, 32 after that, 34.2 the year after that, 36.4 after that. Backloaded. He's an unrestricted free agent. And, and I believe it's fully guaranteed. There's no team option. There's no nothing. It's fully guaranteed. So if they decide they want to trade this contract, it might be a hard trade to trade. And so that's why the you know Portland Trailblazers would lose. This is one of the worst contracts. This is why this is why the Portland Trailblazers were losers. But he did shoot forty percent for three, so I'll give him that. You're gonna have a guy like School Henderson. You're gonna get a lot of easy open looks. You're already getting them with D- Damian Lillard, but you're gonna get a lot of easy open looks. A lot of easy open looks. And what's going on? Welcome to the show. It's TJ Hopkins. What's going on, my man? What's going on? What's going on? I had Uncle Duty. So I just was talking about the worst contract. I just got the got to talking about my worst contract. Um, so I brought up Dylan Brooks. Yeah, four was, years, that's, eighty million. That's kind of where I was going to. <laughs> yeah, and then and then I got Jeremy Grant, five years, one sixty, back loaded on that deal, fully guaranteed. Yes, that's a pretty bad deal. Um, it's, I think 
I think it's between them two. Uh, you can even throw. I know he's a nice player and whatnot, but you could probably throw uh, Van Fleet's three for one thirty in there too, like because that's such a like, that's such a top heavy deal. Um, Forty five million first two years, right? First, yes. I'm yeah. He get like over forty five million each year. Yeah, he each get like year, the first two years. Yeah, plus in yeah, like ninety. So he get over ninety mil for the first two contract. Put me for the first two. Uh, for the first two years of that contract, Kyrie Irving. For Thirty I mean, is a team option, and I I think they gonna base that off of how these next two years go. Uh, I Kyrie, talked about that. Kyrie Irving, you can say that's a bad that's a bad contract just because of Kyrie's past. Like he has a notion to be like. Uh, I don't feel like playing this week. This is going on, so I'm not gonna like. It's just how he, how he goes about doing that is, right. What what makes the contract bad? Um, yeah, I'm, I, I hate that I jumped in halfway through the show. Um, yeah, like it's. Oh no, but, you good? You could go. You could go real quick with your winners, your losers, your best contract. Oh, but winners. Oh, we. I, I gotta say, I mean, even though they got bad contracts, Houston is a winner because like that's just them saying, that's Ima Udoka like literally coming in and saying, hey, this is my, this is mine now. All right, so I'm gonna get guys in here who I think is gonna get us over the top, and you young dudes, y'all gonna sit and learn for, y'all gotta sit back and and, and watch for a minute. Um, Derrick Rose going to Memphis. I know Derrick Rose ain't what folks think he like. He ain't he probably what he used to be, but that's kind of what they need in that locker room. That veteran guy that's gonna be like, "Hey, shut up!" Like, not him and Marcus Smart. Him and Marcus Smart, like, "Hey, shut up!" Like, get jaw together, get all so all that jaw jacking they did last season, just to end up bounced in the first round. That's that's gone. You um, know, and you know what, CJ, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about Memphis. A little bit. I'm sure Steven Adams was doing that, but he was the only one though. And I'm sure he was like, Man, I got all these other young, they good, but they 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 kind of knuckleheads, you know. They kind of it's like I keep I keep I keep telling them, like I keep like in terms of maturity, right? Like Dylan Brooks talking, Jaron Jackson, you know, they all great players, they were all great players, but I think Steven Adams was was like the only one you know what i mean telling people to shut up sit down and after a while you're just like man i'm done saying this shit. and it's because like they not really in all respect to steven Adams, but they ain't probably they probably ain't listening to him like that you feel me uh right let's call it cam johnson for what he get four for 108 in brooklyn that's a good deal oh yeah yeah that was a that's a that's a good that's a good deal for him yeah, for, <laughs> <laughs> for him. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not even considering th- these two moves wins or best contract. I just think it's just what else were they spo- like? What else was this po- other t- like the team supposed to do? Like, and that's Draymond standing Golden State for what he got. Chris Middleton standing Brooklyn. I mean, uh, Milwaukee for what he got. Those kind of moves where it's like you don't upset that apple cart and just like let it in like that especially golden state 
and we kind of saw like we saw what happened. We saw what Draymond did and how it played a role in affecting their season. And that yeah, one of the it could have been handled differently. Like you know, Jordan Poole he got his money. Was walking around with too much dip on his chip, and Draymond <laughs> <laughs> took that dip off the chip. Hey, Draymond chip. Draymond did what he did, and that we got what we got. Um, yeah, like it's 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 some deals out there that that was pretty decent. Um, what you what what what, what you think, think about Phoenix? Adding all those well, shooters, Aaron uh, Gordon, Utah with Tom B. Yeah, uh, yeah, Utah. Not uh, it's a like, offense. They offense is gonna be like defense, bro. Like they are. I don't think I like you don't see too many defenders on their deep on their team, and it's like it's kind of like what Matt James said in in the group chat, right? Like they gonna they gonna score. 130. They jump. They only job is to hope they don't give up 135, right? And on the good day, that can happen because it's none of the guys on that team are quote unquote established defender. I mean, KD is a better defender than people give him credit for. Um, Frank Vogel gonna have his work cut out for him because you still don't. I still don't know the starting five. I think I got a hint. I got a clue. All right. I think they running book at the point. <clears throat> uh, Bill at the two. Uh, whoever they want at the three, KD and Aiden at the four and the five, and they gonna they gonna go from there. And they gotta they got Frank, Frank Vogel got his work cut out for him because I know he turned Roy Hibbert into a DPOY candidate, but hey, like for a minute there, Roy Hibbert had a motor that could get him going. Like DeAndre Aiden mm-hmm. is, you like we always question his motor. So I don't know about that one. Um, I like Porzingis to to Boston. I think that's an underrated. I think that's an underrated deal. That, that you can file you can file that under best contract, best value, all that good stuff. Like it's you got to look at Boston. Like we've had like we've had this duo together for six going on seven years. We've been to the finals once. And Robert Williams has been in here for a guy I don't know how long. He still don't have a post game. You got you add Porzingis to that mix, that mix, where it's like, hey, the, the jump shots ain't fall unless we finally have somebody that can, we can dump it down to on the block to, and in the post and say, hey, get the work. Por, uh, we ain't finna LA Porzingis ain't a three level scorer. He is that. I was gonna say they could play, and at times they could do like a Porzingis. Horford, Robert Williams lineup in my opinion because you could spread Horford out and have him be a spot up shooter or whatever. Man, I think that would be a terrible. That'd be a terrible. Um, what you call it? Rotation. Yeah, it would the, be a terrible rotation. But I'm just thinking about what they do, what they all do. You know what I mean? Like because because defensively, that's like who is Horford guarding? Because all I'm doing is take, at the four, at the four, <laughs> at the four, at the three. Like who is who is he guarding? Um, yeah, Horford's yeah. coming off the bench or he's retiring. I, I said that last year, like this past finals, like yeah, past uh, playoffs. Like he's so got to retire. Winners, uh, back to winners. Like you got LA. I like I like uh I LA like, is definitely a winner. 
I like what the Lakers did. Uh, I don't like the criticism that what you call it that Colin Cowherd gave him gave the organization because he's like they've been bad for so they've been bad for nine ten years. Basic moves are being uh, lauded. I was like, yeah, dude, you've been bad for nine to ten years. It's that's a lengthy cleanup. That's not an overnight fix. They got young in all the right places. They recap. They resigned the dudes they were supposed to resign, and um, and Rui and um, and Rui and uh, uh Austin Reeves. Resign Austin Reeves. Resign D'Angelo Russell. Which I I think that was I think that's the one that's kind of shocking everybody because you resign Austin Reeves, you brought in Gabe Vincent, and you just. So and then you resign D'Lo. So it's kind of like, all right, what's this rotation gonna be? Like you're not finna start. Like are you moving one of those two dudes to the bench? Like are you moving D'Lo to the bench as a sixth man? Are you bringing Gabe Vincent off the bench? Because I think I think Austin Reeves has solidified himself as the starting two spot for the Los Angeles Lakers. Like you 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 kind of. He was your third best player this past season, and I don't even think it was close. No, nah, and I mean, when I look at Gabe Vincent, like they had to use the full um, mid-level exception on him. Um, and what, what if uh, Dennis Schroeder got thirty-five million? So in th- three years, thirty-three million, and they're kind of like the same player in, in a way. I would say Dennis Schroeder probably a little bit better defensively because he's longer, in my opinion. But they, that's just me. And he wasn't asked to score like Gabe Vincent was asked to score in Miami. But we know Dennis Schroeder can score, though. Oh, like, yeah. He, he can score when he wants to, if he wants to. But I, I, I think I think I love Jackson Hayes, man. I mean, I love the Jackson uh, Hayes that, signing. Bro, that is a, that, that's a sneaky good signing. That, like, this is a lottery pick. This dude was a lottery pick. Tenth overall. That's it. That's the JaVel McGee that we were looking for. Like he fell out of for whatever reason. Him and him and Willie Green, he they just didn't click. He fell out of the rotation. He lost his he lost minutes and his spot to um I just saw it. To uh to Herb Jones, who they just re-upped. Right? And so yeah, my win my winners is basically everybody who got a new deal this offseason. Lamelo Ball getting that rookie max, that super max. Anthony Edwards getting his super max. Jeremy Grant gets mm-hmm. a bad contract, but you got paid. Fred Van Vliet, you becoming the first undrafted player to sign for over. Minus Sabonis got paid too. The minus five for two seventeen. Like, bro, like they got cat. Like, folks got cashed out. And Tyrese Halliburton, two, yeah, two worth every penny. Five for two sixty. It's folks got cashed out this offseason. The losers, on the other hand, is probably folks who thought they was gonna get a bag and didn't really get that bag. Um, uh, I like right now Portland is a loser to me. Though the, being they are they are just I think they are misplaying this dang thing way way worse. Like they they are misplaying this bad. Like they are. I mean, they doing the right thing, right? Because, like, Dame has his eyes set on going to Miami, right? And the organization is saying, uh, you're going to – we're going to – you're going to go where we send you. Like, we don't honor the trade request, maybe. Like, we got to get a deal that we like, right? But you ain't just going to say, all right, not only do I want to get traded, but I want to go here. I want to go here. Like, 
Portland is basically saying, hey, man, we're going to go where, where wherever we get the best deal. If that's Miami. Portland, Portland don't owe them no favors either. Like, like doesn't owe him any favors. And that's what that's they kinda, paid him so damn much money. That's <clears> kind of <throat> what I'm trying to tell folks. I'm like, yo, y'all do understand Portland don't have to do anything. Like they oh, he demanded the trade. Okay, good for him. So, like I said in the group chat, it's gonna be you, Scoot Henderson, Anthony Simons. Figure this out. If Portland wants to say that, they can <laughs> if Portland wants to say that, they can <laughs> say <laughs> that. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm Dame, I, I like, man, I honestly, man, honestly, if I'm Dame, I'm like, man, I got a chance to play with a guy like Scoop. Like, I ain't played with a guy like Scoop before. And I got a guy, you know, Jeremy Grant shooting 40% from three, average 20 a game. And then, you know, Anthony Simons coming off the bench averaging 20. I mean, this Portland thing may not be so bad for me. He just wants to go to the Heat, though. Play with I, his buddy, I, Bam Adebayo, I, I, Jimmy it's, Butler. It's been – and Portland has – they're kind of set on, hey, we're going to try to get somebody to you. And all I can say is what are they – like, what, what's, what's being said in those conversations? Like, did they, did they do their due diligence? Did they call Miami and say, hey, instead of us sending Dame to you, how about you send Bam – to us like what would you want for that did you call chicago hey what y'all want for zach levine did you call boston what do you want for jalen brown right like are you doing your due diligence as an organization and apparently not because if you did dame wouldn't be i mean dame is just probably just tired of losing i think that's, <laughs> that's real that's the real reason <laughs> like no like like, like I, i've said this and the only issue i have with this is dame is doing this five years too late in my opinion i think dame the minute dame uh the minute the minute cj got traded that's when dame should have put that request in like all right i'm gonna do y'all i'm gonna do y'all a favor for you i'm gonna do this like i'm gonna issue blow this whole thing up we're gonna blow this whole thing up right now and that's when portland kind of should have that's when this rebuild should have started um because we kind of, they, they they plateaued as a team. Like we saw them in the in the Western Conference Finals against a Warriors team where KD was out completely and Steph was coming back. Steph wasn't even a hundred percent. He was about sixty, and he came back, and they beat y'all ass. Like no KD. <laughs> like like no like no KD. No, really. Injured Steph. Injured Steph. And they fold old y'all like they swept y'all. They got y'all up out of there easy, like easy, bro. Like it was like about and it was about game three when Steph started looking like so. You know when Steph came in, he started doing the turn like the, the no look threes. I'm like, yep, it, yeah, this shit over with. Uh, <laughs> like it was, it was over with. But <laughs> like it's just like it's just how they doing is is bad. Chicago a loser. I mean. That's just personal. Javon feeling. Carter, what you think about Javon Carter? Think about that. They lost Magic like, Beverly, gained Javon Carter. I mean, I mean, I mean, whole time like, like, like folks in clowning, but Javon Carter, he's a better version of Patrick Beverly. He's a better shooter. Basically, right? Like, he, like, yeah, kid, Westside, Proviso West, East, Proviso East. Like, he's a better shooter. Uh, Tory Craig, solid defender. Like, hey, it was, I like that. It was, it was funny how folks were lauding him in in Phoenix, 
right? Like he was like he was lauded in Phoenix, and all of a sudden he come here and it's all. Oh, what are they doing? What like what? Why would you sign him? Like wasn't y'all just praising this man <laughs> for his play in Phoenix? So like yeah, and the one thing that the Bulls sorely need is defense and three point shooting. We got two dudes who just like who um, shoot over forty percent from three from their like for their career. But you still a loser because I don't. I mean, I don't mind the Vucevic resigning at all. Eighteen and ten ain't out there willy nilly. You had to get him back. You get what I'm saying? Like you had to get him back. That like that was a deal that needed to get done. And unless your big man is Vooch or Joel Embiid, which a lot of them ain't. I mean, uh, uh, Joker or Joel Embiid, which a lot of them ain't. Vucevic is not a bad center to have starting center to have on, on your roster. So I like his deal. Uh, losers, um, I kind of expected Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, um, Boston to make more moves than what they did. I think I think they're going to get that duo of Brown and Tatum one more run, and then whatever happens, happens. I still don't see them re-signing, having $600 million tied up between two players. That's, that's half your roster right there. Minnesota, That's I don't incredible. like what y'all, yeah, Minnesota, I don't like what y'all doing at all. Like it's I would have I, I would have moved off of so you got three dudes on your roster with two hundred over over two hundred million dollar contracts. I would have moved cat at, at least. I, I gotta move at least mm-hmm. one. Like it's clear whose team this is now. It ain't his. Anthony Edwards came. Anthony Edwards came in from jump and took that. And I, I've been on that train for a while. Now I'm like, yo, Anthony Edwards is not the best player on that team. It ain't close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I got a few more losers. And it's like Dylan Brooks, you're a loser. Like you ran your mouth. Now you got you got paid, but you, you ain't on the team that you know that you went to battle with. You got kicked out. Uh, we don't know how Houston's gonna be. They, they we he might he might lose that whole contract. <laughs> He might be a perennial loser, or he might he might sneak into the playoffs once or twice. Who knows? And 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 we don't know what their roster, what that rotation is going to be, because everybody keeps talking about what's his name, um, Jalen Green might be shipped off, and Kevin Porter Jr. might be shipped off. But until they are actually shipped off, they are on this roster, right? So if I'm, I, like, they got stuff to figure out, like. They, they they really do. They got they got stuff to figure out. And that's why that's why that's why I think the, the Houston Rockets in, in a way they're winners, but in a way they're losing because like like signing I think it's Dylan Brooks is one of my worst contracts, not only because of the money, but because of the fact that they already have a log jam at the guard position. Guard. Right? Yeah. You got Amon Thompson, you just re-signed, you just signed Fred Van Fleet. You have uh, uh Jalen Green, KPJ, um you know, you have a, a a whole bunch of guards. Now you add Dylan Brooks. I mean, it's a whole bunch of guards, you know, on that team that you have to figure out who who's gonna play, who's gonna get minutes. You know, so yeah, it's 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 something they got to figure out. All right, uh, who is your who's your best value? What was your best value? Best values. Oh, so who's who's your best contract? Worst contract? Uh, my best contract. Oh, we will probably have to be. I think um, it's between Herb Jones staying in Philly. Like Herb Jones could low key be a DPOY candidate if he stays healthy and in the rotation. 
Uh, I like Cam in, uh, in New Orleans. In New Orleans, I like Cam Johnson, uh, the four for four for one oh eight, and uh, and Brooklyn. I know David knocked it, but Kuzma getting what you call it? Kuzma getting his max deal from Washington. He's like, why would they offer that? I'm like, why wouldn't they offer that? Like, you got you got to sell the duo of Poole and Kuzma. Like, that's that's the duo going forward, and. Yeah, like you got to have something to sell to the people in DC. Uh, worst contract. Uh oh, what just happened? Worst contract. With, yeah, Brooks, Dylan. Like I already said that Dylan Brooks. That was a bad deal. Fred Van Vliet. I, I understand you got paid, but how is this? What's this rotation gonna be? Like they had the most money in free agency too. They could have put it in some other ways. I mean, like, if, if if that's what you really wanted, if that's what you really wanted to do, then you you literally could have packaged those young dudes up and some kind of signing trade for James Harden and bringing him back. Like, you could have packaged Green and um, KPJ, Green KPJ, for James Harden, for Sign Fred VanVleet. Still, I think and, that would have been formidable, and 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 and, and go from there. Right. And then you'll still have a man Thompson, you still have you like know, coming off the bench and all the other, yeah, yeah. My worst, it, uh, yeah, yeah, so like that's pretty, that's pretty bad. And let's see, let's see. I know what's called Grant Williams just got offered a uh, signing trade to uh, from Dallas, like, uh, to, yeah, from Dallas. That was a good, that was a good deal. I, I like that. I like that. That that's actually I think all sides won because like that the Celtics are acquiring draft compensation. They got multiple second round picks in that one as well. So yeah, that was a three team deal, right? Like it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ain't. Uh, I was trying to find a deal. Oh, here it is. Now I got the notification, and I ain't want to like say nothing to because like last time we tried sent. That's how we did that. The trade three team deal fell apart. <laughs> yeah, the Mavs get Grant Williams, Spurs get Reggie Bullock, and a 2030 unprotected pick swap with Dallas, and Boston gets multiple second round picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that deal is. I guess that's. I guess Boston ain't gonna ain't gonna match that. Um, my worst deal. Worst deal. Yeah, Fred Van like three outside of Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Fleet. Oh, yeah, they that's I just can't get over that one. That like three for one. My other one, my other worst contract has got to be Jeremy Grant getting you know four years five for one, five for one, five for 160. Yeah, he's getting his back loaded too, it's fully guaranteed. I I just I don't really like that contract. And he's he's 29. By the time he's done with that contract, he's gonna be what 34. Next year he's gonna be 29. He'll be he'll be 34 when he's a free agent. So yeah, I guess. But I mean, I really haven't seen Jeremy Grant to be like a guy to get his own. You know what I mean? Like Jeremy Grant's a good slasher. He's a good guy in transition. He's a good spot up shooter. Obviously, 40% from three. But when have you ever been like, oh, let's give Jeremy Grant the ball in ISO and half court, uh, in half court, and let him go do his thing? Uh, I think that's I, I low key think that's his never. Game. It's just it's no it's it's just like he's like he's literally been on teams where it's just null and void. Like he was on a bad Pistons team. He like he's just never had that moment in the spotlight. Um, I just want to know what did Jock Londale do to get 
uh, four for 32 mil. Like, he had, what, a few good moments against Jokic, and Houston's like, we're going to cash you. We're going to give you eight mil a year, bro. Like Houston was throwing money out to everybody, okay? They they just got a little too giddy. They said, we got we got money. We're just give it to anybody. <laughs> it to I would have gave that money. I would have rather gave that money to to, to my Mason Plumley. Yeah, somebody like for real, like, <laughs> Mason Plumley. If I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm Houston too, I'm calling Bo Bo's agent. I, you just got waived for the Magic. Okay, he come over got, here, young man. He's just and Mo Bamba just picked up Philly. I don't have the details on that deal. There's a whole bunch of team that should be calling Bo Bo's agent. Anyways, boot. Moving over to fat, we'll best value, we'll, we'll go to best value. My my worst contracts for those, and then my best contract, TJ, actually mm-hmm. was Russell Westbrook, two years. Oh, I love that deal. I love that deal. I love yeah, that deal, too. That's two years, $8 million. That's the best contract in free agency, man. You're going to get you a Hall of Fame type of player for $8 million. I mean, Derrick Rose got $6 million. He didn't even play nearly as much as Russell Westbrook last year <laughs> and didn't even play in the playoffs last year. So, I mean, you getting Russ on $8 mil, like, oh, eight that mil. is a steal right there. Yeah, uh, best value for me, Russell Westbrook. Like I said, Derrick yeah. Rose, two yeah. years, six and a half million. I think that's more of a character kind of a uh, um, a locker room thing for John Morant. Um, Eric Gordon getting what he got from 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 Phoenix. I think he's that's the best value. What about Seth Curry going back to the Mavericks, two years, eight million? Like that deal right there. I think that's I like a good that. value right there. Uh, I you can throw uh Brooke Lopez his deal for uh his deal from Milwaukee in there. I again I don't see that trio ending. I mean, if this is it for them, the Giannis Middleton um Lopez trio, if this is it, let them go out on their own terms. Like again, they had a terrible they had a terrible finish to the season last year, right? Giannis mm-hmm. messed. Giannis messes up his back, and then the rest of the guys is basically easy picking for the Miami Heat. I understand Heat fans don't want to hear that, like the whole no excuses. We would have, we would have beat them anyway. First off, no, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. Like Giannis, Giannis would. Giannis had a back injury that, if this was the regular season, he's out a month, easily. He's out a month. I mean, you can say that too about Giannis. He plays through pain, the knee injury that he got in the finals. And some, but that like that was different though. Like it somehow, somebody like that that wore off, and he was fine after like those first because like it, he got hurt against Atlanta, and then all of a sudden, like uh, up until like the first two games against Phoenix, then all of a sudden, all right, he's he's Giannis again. He he Giannis of old, not that all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with you on Derrick Rose. Like I said, I, I said that he gonna be the that 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 common voice in that locker room that they need. Because Taylor Jenkins was like he is like he was, you can't see my fingers, but he was real close to losing that locker room. Like he was close to like things spiraling out of control to the point where he couldn't get it, uh, get it back together. And yeah, so he got he got two dudes in there, the Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose. Are they gonna be like, hey y'all, shut up? Like we said it, just on to the next one. Very businessman. Very business like we can. I, I guarantee you, uh, when they start winning this year, all that gritty and stuff that they was doing, it's a parade inside my city. Nah, none of that. Shake hands, do y'all a post game interview, back to the locker room, get on this plane, 
or go home, get ready for the next game. That's that, that, that's what we're doing. Uh, Rui and Reeves, that best value for the Lakers. Austin Austin Reeves and Rui Achimura, like they both had great playoff runs, and this is kind of what folks were waiting on with Rui that we never saw in Washington. Because again, it was I got to find minutes for this dude in Washington because like they had so many players at that at that position, and he kind of just. Yeah, he is what he is. He's a they treated him as a tweener in Washington, where it's like you're gonna go to you're gonna go to LA. Hey, you might be a tweener, but you ain't gonna be a big man tweener. You're gonna play the two, you're gonna play the three, and we gonna go <laughs> we gonna go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh Bruce Brown to Indy, two for forty five. I don't know how to feel about that one just yet. Oh, the numbers, the numbers, yeah, they don't add up for me. But Bruce Brown is great value. I think they paid, I think, I think Indiana paid at least like seven to ten million more than what they should have for Bruce Brown. But they're gonna get a hell of a player off the bench. I mean, they add him to that nucleus. I mean, it's on and popping for them. Yeah. Okay. I'm uh, I gotta again, I gotta see it. Uh I like the I mean I like the young guys that they got. I mean Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, Miles Turner, you know, uh Buddy Heal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, now you add, you know, this kid uh now. So I mean uh, let me ask you, is this the season that Buddy Hill and Miles Turner finally get traded? This season? Yeah, is this the season? They've been talking about it going on five years now, man. Is this the season we finally see a deal for Miles Turner and, and or Buddy Hill? Think so? I, you know what? I, was, I you know what? Like you just said, man. I, if I when I see it, I believe it. Facts. When I see it, I believe it, bro. Because honestly, you're gonna keep doing all this talking. You know, you you know, like my dad say, you know, you tell that to a mule, kick in the ass. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, bro. So uh yeah, I, I'm not you know, I'm not buying any of that trade talk until I see it across my ticker. Like I just saw Grant Williams get traded, who I didn't think was gonna get traded to the to the Mavericks on the three team deal. Oh uh, so yeah, that's just me. <laughs> that's just me. Worst value. Worst value, man, it, it's definitely Jeremy Grant. At five years, one sixty. I know he shoots 50, 40 percent from three. Yeah, I just don't think that. Jeremy Grant ain't a guy. I don't like that kind. That's worst value. I think, in my opinion, I think if 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 you're Portland, okay, I'm trading Jeremy Grant, and I'm and you know I'm and I'm trading Damian Lillard, and I'm rolling with Scoot Henderson. I'm I'm we're gonna be bad for three years in a row. We're gonna you you know bring in. Hella talent. We're gonna bring in lots of talent to come in into here in the next three years. I mean, I, I, I just don't, I just don't, I really don't care for Jeremy Grant getting one sixty. <laughs> I think that's his worst value for me. Um, another one is another one, and this is gonna go with my head scratching too. Is Dante DiVincenzo going to the, to Knicks, the Knicks on that contract? Yeah, uh, fifty was it fifty something million dollars he got. He got. Hold on, let me look it up. He got. Yeah, he got fifty-five million. Fifty-five million, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, no, I don't like that. That that's not. 
He, I mean, I know he's he averaged three assists, you know, ten points, four rebounds, 50, whatever four, the case four, is. Uh, four for fifty. He got four for fifty. Four for fifty million. I don't like it. I, I you know, that, I mean, that that doesn't particularly make the Knicks any better. Them trading away Obi Toppin, and then you already have, you you already have uh, Josh Hart there. You already have McBride there. You already have um, who's the other Quickly. Uh, Quentin Grimes there. Uh, if anything, the New York Knicks needed a backup small forward or a small forward to spell um, R.J. Barrett or somebody to go next to R.J. Barrett. You uh, know what I'm saying? Like, a, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, and uh, the the Mavericks are still making moves. They just offered uh, Matisse Thibel a three-year, $33 million deal. Portland has a right to match that deal if they, if they choose right. to. Um, best, uh, worst value. Uh, I agree with the Jeremy Grant deal. I and Fred Van Vliet. I again, if those that third year for of Van Vliet's contract is the base is going to depend on how these first two years go. And if they are, if they are making, if they aren't making any grounds in Houston, if they're not a, a consistent. Like in the threat, like I, you ain't signed, you ain't signed uh, the people you made like you did to the money you gave them to be a play in, to be play in guys. You bought these mm-hmm. guys to be a, a, a one through six, and you ain't, we already know you ain't gonna get one. You probably you ain't gonna get two. You ain't gonna get three. So basically, you're playing for that four through six spot, four, five, six. So you, I know you made moves to not be in the play in, but just. Because of how deep the West is, you're likely gonna be a play-in team, and you giving up, and you giving up ninety million in two years. With, and if you're not making no ground, like that's that's gonna be a bad look. If you got to move off this dude after two years and be like, all right, this ain't working. We gonna we gonna try this again. That's a bad look. Mm-hmm. And Portland's with Jeremy Grant, like you said, like. His deal might be so like his contract might be tough to move in the at the latter stage. Absolutely, absolutely, might be very tough. He's gonna thirty two million after next year. Like, <clears throat> yeah, like I I know we've seen teams just say f it and eat the money, but at some point, like there's a reason it took Bradley Bill this long to get moved, right? Like that's that's a lot of money for teams to be like, I. Right, will help you out and take some of that contract off your hands. Like, that's kind of why Dane ain't been moved either. Like, that's a lot of money to be like, all right, yeah, we going to help you out, Portland, and get that money off your books and put it on. Like, no, like, that's that's the issue that you have with the Supermax. It's like, and Boston going to kind of go through the same thing. If they give Jalen Brown 200 whatever million and then follow that up the next season, and give Jalen uh, uh, Jason Tatum over three hundred mil, they in trouble. Financially, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So your, so, head, um, your head scratching is Divincenzo. Is there? My head scratch is Divincenzo, and it's obviously is Dylan Brooks. I had to think of somebody outside of a Dylan Brooks. I mean, you could add Jock Landale into there into there as well. Uh, <laughs> But definitely Dante DiVincenzo, just because, I mean, it's another thing where it's just like, okay, I, I see, I see it. You know, like, yeah, he can, he can you know, come. He's not starting, 
He's coming off the bench. No, I mean, and I know you wanted to reunite him, Brunson, Hart. You know, the, the, those guys played at, at Villanova together, won a national championship, but that don't equate to the NBA, though. You know, <laughs> and I think you you had other moves, to other needs on that team that you could have made other than going to get a Dante DiVincenzo. But I, I, I like Dante DiVincenzo as a player, though. I mean, I just... Yeah, I just gritty. don't think I just think they need a small four means. Yeah, he gritty. He's gonna do all the right things. Um, he gonna yeah. Let's see. Worst, worst, worst. Uh, oh head scratching. Worst head scratching, head scratching. Of all these, who is the one that's just like you gave him that money? Like, really? You sure about that? I wanna say that I wanna say Grant Williams. Like, that's just uh <laughs> uh, I I do, bro. Like, it's just what, like, what, like, what do you do? Like, if your shot not falling, can you put the ball on the basket and and, and create your own and create your own shot? Like, the one thing I will give him Grant Williams credit for is we saw him bet. Like, like obviously, I it quote unquote didn't work. But we saw him get in Jimmy Butler's face and say, "You ain't that. Like, you might be punking them, but you ain't punking me." And that mm-hmm. should that should have been the moment. Celt the Celtics players rallied, like we like you 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 saw somebody who had was coming off the bench and challenging the opposing team's best player. He get he got in his face, was jaw jacking, and Tatum, Brown, Horford, nobody else. Bro, like, got like rolled beside their man's on that, and we saw what happened. Um, I think uh, I get why he did it. You know, you, you got to keep Luca, you got to keep Luca, uh, on that roster, you got to keep him happy. But giving Kyrie Irving what you give him three for 126 as head scratching because again, this is a dude who's liable to just eh, I don't feel like playing this week. Something's going on in the world. It's bothering me. I don't want to play this week. And I commend him for, you know, having interest outside of basketball. You are more than just a basketball player. I 100% get that. But at the same time, this is your job, bro. Like, this is this is your job. Right? Like, you ain't got to punch. You ain't got to clock the punch. But at the same time, you can't just, oh, I don't feel like playing this week. No, you can't do that. Like that's that's three for one twenty six. If, if it was three for, if it was three for sixty, then I get that. You know, four for eighty, four for four for eighty five, I get that. But three for one twenty six, I would have did three. I would have did three for eighty. Right, and then and then last year, and then the last year club option. I mean, hey, like I think Kyrie Irving is at a is at a stage where all his like as 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 box office and as showtime as he is, all his contracts from this point on should be heavily, heavily, heavily incentive based, like one and two year deals at least, and 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 it should be like you said incentive based. Okay, Kyrie, I'm gonna give you two for for seventy. But the second year gonna be a club option because if you don't play right in the first year, then I'm I don't want you. 
right? Like we we, we am saw. Am I right or am I wrong? No, like no, like that's that's right. And like a lot of folks feel the same way. I I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go the Stephen A. route where he say like I'm a, I would give him a year by year, a year by year deal. I'm like no, nah, I ain't gonna nah, do, I that. do that. I wouldn't do that. But it's like yeah, I, the three year with like a player option after the second year, like team option after the second year, where it's like all right, bro, like you gotta play, you gotta play. 65 you gotta play six uh you gotta play 70 games then you hit this incentive if you're in the running for an all-star spot you get this incentive if you all nba you get this and all the so, so on and so forth but the whole just giving him three for 126 let me do some math how many is that a year <laughs> that's bro that's 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 that's, that's like 40 that's, that's, that's like 42 a year 40. bro like, yeah, 42. I was gonna say 44, 43, 44. That's yeah, that's 42 42 a year. That's 42 a year, bro. Like that's hey man. Like I and again, I get why you did it. You want to see and I would have did it. I probably would have re-signed them too. Like I gotta see Luca and Kyrie together for more than just 16 games. I gotta see if this thing is really gonna work. Yeah, it started started to feel like his Boston Celtics um little uh little rain there that he had. But, but anyways, uh what about it's different though. It's different though because those guys like they went on a run and he got hurt in the middle of that run, and then the rest mm-hmm. of the, and then the young dudes, the Taylor, Taylor and Brown, when they were young, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, and they took LeBron in Game Seven. I'm I'm fully here to say if Kyrie don't get hurt, they probably beat Cleveland and they, and they go to the finals and they probably still lose to Golden State, but yeah. I think the situation with that is you had Terry Rozier, Brown, and Tim. I think they, again, they walked around too much dip on their chip and kind of felt like, hey, we went to the Western Conference Finals without Kyrie. We don't need him. And Kyrie is the person that's like, all right, you don't need me to get me up out of here. Plain mm-hmm. like, it's, 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 exactly that, it's that cut and dry. It's that plain and simple. <laughs> what, 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 are your, what are your most impactful – what is your most impactful – Signing. This will be this will be the last one that we have for most as impact, a prediction here. Most, most impactful, impactful signing. Most impactful. I, it's definitely going to be to me. It's going to be Derrick Rose to Memphis because you're not going to have you're not going to have John ja Morant for 25 games, right? And they lucky it's not 40. You're not going to have John ja Morant for 25 games, so it's going to be on Marcus Smart and Derrick Rose to 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 steer that ship and keep those guys level. Because not only did you lose John Morant, you lost um, you lost Tyus Jones too, right? Yeah, he's he he went to Washington. He went yeah. to Washington, so you gotta you gotta keep. Oh, and back to my winner, Desmond Bang. Desmond Bang got paid too. Um, so Derrick Rose two hundred some million, yep. Yeah, two oh seven, I believe. So Derrick Rose to Memphis is definitely gonna be my most impactful signing. Um, I have three. I got Russell Westbrook back to the Clippers, Eric Gordon to the Suns, and uh, Bruce Brown on the Pacers. I think that's uh one of the more impactful signings as well. You probably throw Mason Plumley in there. I don't know, um, you know what's gonna happen. I keep getting blown up here on my phone, but yeah, I think I think that I think that Derrick Rose is definitely an impactful signing, all because of things like on the court, but also off the court. I think for John yeah. Morant in the locker room, I think that's going to help 
um, tremendously. Oh, absolutely. I know you need to probably answer that phone, but like, that's all I got to say. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's been a wrap for the crossover here on our NBA free agency um, uh, podcast here. Uh, go ahead and please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Um, in case you missed us, we're on all types of live pla- uh, platforms where podcasts can be heard here. If you, in case you missed us live feed, we're on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Samsung Music, um, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So, Prime Sports World keeps you locked in 365 days out the year, bringing the heat, ladies and gentlemen. And I like to do, everybody that knows when I host, I like to do some different TJ. I like to tell everybody in case I miss you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I will see you later here. TJ, peace out. You have see a great you, night. And DJ, T, uh, David will be back next week here hosting your NBA and NFL, finishing up your NFL recast. We got the um, Ravens, and I believe we have the uh, uh, Godly. Godly, TJ, help me out. I, I, can't, I can't remember what we have here. I think we have the Ravens and something else. Somebody else. Uh, we did. Uh, we, we we did Cleveland. I think it's up. To, uh, uh, yeah, I think Pittsburgh is next. Is it? Is it the Steelers and the Ravens? So yeah, yeah. you guys don't want to miss that content. You guys don't want to miss. I'm trying to look at our messages. You guys don't want to miss that content for the rest of the week. Uh, catch it here live here on Prime Sports World. Uh, TJ, I will holla at you. Um, you have a good rest of your evening, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. I will see y'all tomorrow. Right, Peace man. out. All right, man.